The Old Goal of Truth is a proud member of the Creative Grapevine. Welcome back to The Old Goal of Truth. I'm Alex. And I'm Bryce. We're exploring self-improvement through philosophy. This season, we're studying Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. And this past week, we studied Book 2. If you're just joining us now, we encourage you to start at the beginning of the season and read along with us. Wow. Hey, guys. Uh, Future Alex here just popping in to ask you to leave us a review. You can do that in your podcast app or by going to ratethispodcast.com slash togotpod. That's ratethispodcast.com slash T-O-G-O-T-P-O-D. Please enjoy the show. So, Alex, uh, and um, how... The, yeah. Oh, sorry. What? Oh, okay. I was just saying, I oh. think you start. Yeah, I do start. <laughs> um, Alex, how was your week? Uh, my week was really good, actually. Uh, yeah, what did what did I get up to? Um, I guess now is a good time to follow up on how I did with the uh, gratitude journaling. I only did two weeks uh, for the gratitude journal, but or not two weeks, two days, uh, which isn't great. But for it being our first thing, and we're kind of getting into it, I thought it was okay. What's frustrating to me is that it's such a simple task that I kind of, you know, like it's, it's not a hard thing. It's not a big, um, big thing to do, right? And I feel like it's because, you know, it we're not super accountable, right? There's no, uh, there's no consequence. There's nothing going on. So maybe, uh, maybe we can talk about that a little bit uh, this week, like how we can incentivize ourselves to do these things a little bit better. But as far as my mental health is concerned, I'm doing fantastic. I've, you know, I've got a small circle of friends that I hang out with very regularly. Uh, today we went and did a photo shoot in the park, which was fun. Um, and yeah, like uh, things things are good. I'm still figuring things out for what I'm going to do when I get home. But overall, like mental health wise, I feel great. Um, although there is a small part of me that worries I might be in denial about something that maybe I'm not feeling as great as I think I am. But I think I'm actually just lazy. Um, but yeah, mentally, I feel fine. How have you been doing this week? Um, I've, I've been good. Um, this, this week has been really strange. Um, it's been kind of like a roller coaster. Um, I've been good at some points and then absolutely horrendous at other points. This, this weekend's been pretty good. I think what really helps is that I have a chance to hang out with my friends during the weekend. So that's, that's really nice. The other nice thing is that I'm definitely improving with my whole goal stuff. (laughs) Um, so, so my gratitude journal, I didn't do, um, and, and I'm trying to figure out exactly why, but I kind of have a few ideas going forward. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk about that at the end here. The next one that I was talking about was uh, decluttering, and I did. So I've, I still have a bunch of stuff, but I did get rid of some stuff and trying to like reorganize and things like that. So that is most definitely getting better and 
I mean, my desk, there's still a few papers on it, but it's it's actually quite clear now, which is super nice. <laughs> um, and there's nothing on my floor, and except for, I mean, my bed and my desk, because <laughs> I have to be on my floor. Um, so yeah, so decluttering actually worked really well this week. Um, the rest of my house is fairly clean. I still have some dishes to do. That's because I made waffles this morning and yeah, and so I hadn't had a chance to fully clean that up because we got back from church and then I made everyone lunch and then I went and helped Alandra do some stuff and then Alandra made crepes. Um, which were actually really good. Thank you, Alandra, for doing that. And then we're recording. So haven't had too much of an opportunity to clean the kitchen today, but I'll probably do that after we're done recording. So, um, And then the last one on my goal was food. So good news, I actually did something. <laughs> um, so Wednesday I sat down with my roommate, we meal, meal planned a bit, uh, up to two weeks, and then uh, we went out and bought some food, because we're, we're trying just making food together and just making one meal sort of thing and just splitting it in between the two of us. So far, it's worked pretty well, um, so no complaints there. It's only been a couple days, so we'll see going forward, but I think it'll be just fine, um, and yeah, and I, I just kind of feel healthier and happier because I've kind of decluttered my room and made a meal plan and eating better, and I'm not thinking about, oh, I have to go eat out for lunch today at work. So, so yeah, it's it's actually looking up, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to hear. Do you feel like, because um, I, feel, I feel like you and I have both been in a pretty consistently decent mental state uh, for the past little while. Like, I feel like in the summer we had some downs, but more recently I, I feel like we've both been pretty okay. Do you feel like that's accurate? Um, 50-50. My, my weekends are a lot better than my weeks, and so I think that's actually why I seem a bit happier and stuff, because it's my weekend that's flowing in, into this and not not the actual week that's flowing into this. But I do think I, I do think that um, things are looking up. Looking specifically then at um, at the weeks and your efforts on decluttering and meal planning this week, do you feel like that improved your um, your mental health this week, like during the week? Yeah, so with, with the meal planning, it really did help during the week. I didn't actually declutter until... Uh, yesterday um, but I think that's just kind of because it because it helps give a give a path forward and it's just not not everything's all over the place you're not looking everywhere for everything and so it's I have a bit more time to focus on the things that I want to do and that's that's something that I'm really going to be working on moving forward is focusing on the things that I want to do and should do yeah, I think that that kind of ties in with our discussion later. The things that we should do um, on on the book. So I wanna I wanna put that on the back burner for now, and then we should bring that up again, like this idea of what we need to do or should do, kind of thing. Um, 
but let's let's talk a little bit about the physical stuff and i i do want to tie in some mental health stuff as well so uh you did meal planning did you have other physical goals uh from last week as well no so this week's physical goals were strictly just on food um because i figured that you know what i need to start with that before i can really uh go uh anywhere else kind of kind of start slowly before i um jump right in no yeah i agree i think um i think what you eat is the most important thing you also i think have more consistent control over that um and and so i think i think that's a, a great place to start for me i actually did pretty okay on my physical goals i uh i went out with my ropes twice this past week interestingly enough the same days that i did my gratitude journal so i don't know if i was just in a uh gotta get it done kind of mode or what but i did go out twice which i feel pretty good about because it is an improvement uh it is significantly better than i've done for the previous several weeks so i felt pretty good about that one thing that i noticed this week about myself though is those i mean those lack of incentives i didn't really i don't know i didn't capture the vision of why i was trying to do these things especially since i'm already a fairly grateful person it it is something that i've been working on since i was 12 i remember making the conscious decision when i was 12 to be more grateful for things and so it's something I'm already aware of. So I think with the gratitude journal, it wasn't something that I felt like I super needed to do. Then with the ropes, I know that I need to do it, but I feel like there's like a little bit of friction in there. Do you know what I mean? Like, because I got to change, I got to go out, I got to jump, right? Um, and that just kind of threw me off and slowed me down a little bit this week. Yeah, I I, I get what you're saying. Um, one, one thing that I, I think we'll kind of touch, touch, touch on in, in a minute here, uh, that, that I, one of the things that I got out of this bu- book this time around was, uh, what's your purpose? And so by the sounds of it, Alex is, is you're saying, what is my purpose on, on, on writing a gratitude journal? Because generally you are just grateful. So, why would you need a gratitude journal? So that that's what I'm getting at. I don't know if that's what you're trying to say here. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. Um, I And I don't know, you know, maybe it's still something good for me to do. I also do kind of a review of the day where I talk about what I accomplished that day. And so I think that's an important part. And maybe that can motivate me a little bit more is to not think of it as gratitude journal, but more as a check-in. You know, what did I accomplish today? Because I've noticed I, you know, I have a lot of extra time right now. I'm not overly busy, right? Because of my schooling situation, things are pretty open for me right now, but I haven't done any editing for Broken Bulbs, the show that's coming out uh, beginning of January, right? I haven't gotten super far ahead on my wax museum i have the one for this week edited but you know nothing past that right so i think i 
I don't feel that pressure to get things done. And I don't know exactly um, exactly what a decent solution might be for me. It really just feels like I want to do these things. I talk about doing these things. I come on the show every week and say, hey, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this thing and it's going to be awesome and I'm going to work to improve myself and grow as a human being. And then I go out during the week and I'm kind of like, mm, meh. You know, I'd rather watch this YouTube video. Oh, I'd rather sit on here and follow an election. You know, like I get sucked into these traps, right? And so I think my big problem right now is I fall into these little distractions. I just get distracted and sidetracked and forget what my... Uh, what my purpose and my intention is. Uh, do you have anything else to say about like these mental or physical things before we kind of get more focused on the book, which I think might offer some solutions to this? Um, yeah, so I that's that's it for me on on this side of things. Coming up though, when we do talk about the book specifically, I I do have I definitely do have thought some thoughts on it. Um, that I, I think are, are great to be shared and and I'm excited to to talk about it and to talk about at the end to talk about our coming up goals and what we want to do to improve ourselves. I think this conversation is going to be awesome. What we've been talking about so far already is going to play a huge part in uh, in the book and kind of what we're getting out of it. Um, so with that, we're going to go to a quick ad break here, uh, and then come back for the discussion. Hey guys, future Alex here, just interrupting again before we get into the rest of this awesome upcoming discussion. I just want to ask for a quick favor. Please leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts or simply by going to ratethispodcast.com slash T-O- G-O-T-P-O-D. That's ratethispodcast.com slash togotpod. I've never been one to care about grades, but not going to lie. I'm hoping for some good ones here. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the discussion. So it looks like it looks like I'm opening us up here. So Bryce, fill me in. Book two of Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. What are your initial insights from the book? Okay, so my initial insights, first of all, is I actually do need to get a physical copy of it because just listening to it isn't working unless I'm actually sitting down um, to listen to it and, and write things down. <laughs> so so I'm, I'm, I'm going to need a physical copy so that I actually do just sit down um, just to kind of, kind of help uh, me take in that all the information because as I've stated multiple times that these books are crazy (laughs) and they're easy to compare to to some books out there that have to do with philosophy and and things like that so um but on the book itself there's a few questions that I was thinking about is what is my nature and and to me this question it, it feels at least is 
what I'm, what am I inclined to naturally do? Um, the next one was, I was very fascinated on the, the topic of, uh, the, the sin of anger and the sin of lust and, and how he was kind of talking about that when you're angry and you sin, it's not as bad as when you're lusting after something and you sin that way. And, and I, I do have my thoughts going forward on that. So we'll, we'll get back to that. Um, and then the last one that I've already mentioned is what is my purpose? Like, what am I doing? And, and I think, well, I, for me, at least I want to touch on that last, cause I want to kind of think of, of a few questions that we can talk about of what is our purpose specifically in certain things. Um, one, one that I wouldn't mind to actually talk about again is, diving a little bit more deep to what is our purpose on this podcast. So, um, let, let's, let's jump to, jump to what, what you were thinking and then let's, let's get into this discussion. Cause I, I'm, I'm just as excited as you are to have this discussion today. So, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, when I listened to this, the, the first time through, I thought, boy, this is going to be an interesting conversation. Like, this is going to be a really cool conversation, I think, um, between brothers, between friends, you know, um, between, you know, having a podcast, right? Um, I thought it was so interesting because it, I don't know, it made me think about death and meaning and, you know, why why are we doing this? Um you, you mentioned kind of in your initial thoughts there about the purpose of this podcast. Well, uh, for me, at least, two of the biggest purposes for me in doing this podcast is one, uh, develop a better relationship with my brother, which I think has been a huge success. I think we are uh, probably a hundred times better friends than we were before we started this. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. If not more, um, we, we've definitely grown together in this. We, we've kind of gotten to see each other in a, in a bit of, bit more of a different light than just passing by brothers and, and things like that. We've, we've actually become brothers in, in the sense of bonded together. Yeah. Cause I, I feel like before one before when we had disagreements, um, I think there was a lack of understanding of where each other were coming from. Right? It was a I think this, you think this. Here's why you're wrong. You know. Instead, now it's oh well. Okay, I can see why Bryce thinks that based on well, we had that conversation about death that one time. Well, we talked about purpose. We talked about our physical goals and our mental health and. I think it's really opened me up to understanding you more and I'm assuming you understanding me more. And so that's been a huge help. Uh, and then also um, the the second purpose for me um, is more selfish. It's I want to be a better person, right? I, I want to <laughs> work on my physical goals and work on who I am as an individually, uh, work on who I am 
as an individual, uh, mentally, physically, um, philosophically? Like, what do I believe, right? What do I decide is the best course of action? How do I live a meaningful and purposeful life? And um, one of the big reasons, and I think we've talked about this before, is that this podcast helps keep us accountable. I am a person, I know this about myself, I need to be accountable to somebody to, or to something. Uh, if, if I'm not, it's not going to happen. That's why I love scheduling things, right? When I plan something with somebody, I put it in my calendar because I say, this matters. And if it's in my calendar, I guarantee you, I will show up. If it's not, if for whatever reason, I deem it not important enough, it's not going to happen. And so part of me feels like I almost need to take this self-improvement thing more seriously. I need to treat it more seriously and say, this is something I really, really actually care about. Um, but maybe we can get a bit more into that um, improvement side of things later on talk and talk about how I can take it more seriously. Uh, what about for you? For you, what is what is the purpose behind this podcast? So, I I've been kind of thinking of, thinking about it while while you were talking about yours, um, and I don't mean that I wasn't listening or anything because I I definitely was, and I I agree with yours. Um, one one being that you know we wanted to do this to become closer, and and we are and it's it is fantastic and you know we mentioned it at at the very beginning that we're doing this for self-improvement we're trying to find self-improvement through philosophy now when um when we started this podcast which seems like forever ago and it was actually quite a long time ago that we did start this i just I wasn't sure how I felt about it, and and I was just thinking about it now. I'm like, you know, I'm excited when Sunday evening or Sunday morning or whenever we kind of do it um, rolls around. I'm excited to record this with you because I get to learn, and this is... Um, one, one thing that I, that I learned this week and, and it was fantastic. I was really happy that I, that I learned this and whether or not I really did learn it specifically this week or I've learned it in the past or, or whatever, it, it really hit me this week is that everyone's story is different. Doesn't matter who you are, your story and my story is different and so I'm I'm talking with with my institute teacher Luke Matthews and and we're talking about how you know there are people in class that talk a lot and there are people in class that that don't talk a lot and sometimes actually a lot of the time I'm one of the people that do talk talk a lot thankfully in my class there's a, a a number of people that do talk a lot, but there's definitely the majority of the class that doesn't talk a lot. A um, few years ago, though, I was talking to a friend of mine, and, and they were saying, they're like, you know, I don't say anything in class, 
but I'm fine with that because I really like hearing what you have to say. And so for, for those people who, who chime in and share their opinion, and especially if it's a good one, <laughs> um, people do like that. So it's like, if you do feel bad about talking a lot, sometimes it's actually not a bad thing, depending on, on the circumstance. Because people want to hear your story. Some people are way better at listening than they are at sharing. And, and they want to hear your story so that they can improve their, their selves. Um, and so that's, that's what I love about this is that hearing, hearing stories that I have to share and you have to share and, and figuring out, Hey, you know what? Maybe that is something that I can pull into my own life and learn from it and, and, and grow from, from doing these things. So that's just, that, that's something that I, that I thought about this week, that even though you may talk a lot, some people do actually want to hear that. And there is obviously appropriate settings to not talk. And so it's just a matter of, of finding those and, and being respectful of others too, though. And, um, cause one thing we were talking in, in class about was being, listening and asking questions, and, and actually learning, because if someone says to you, you know, in this situation, it would have really helped if you would have done this for me, then you know what, you should, should, and, and I'm, I mean, me personally, I, I want to work on this as well, is we should all say, okay, you know what, I will remember this for next time, so that if this situation does come up with you or with someone else I know, or I can teach someone this lesson before that situation comes up, then then we can improve the world as a whole uh, together. And and for me, um, there was there was a person where where I had a I did I did learn to to respect them and and learn to like them, um, but they they said to me when when. Uh, when I said, you know what, if you would have done this, it, it actually would have helped me. Um, I didn't quite say it along those lines. Like, obviously, I was really polite about it. Um, when I said that to them, they, they looked at me dead in the eyes and said, if I could do it again, I would do it the exact same way that I already did it. And and so that 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 hurt me. And that just kind of showed me that, you know what, this person isn't willing to learn and grow. And so so that's when, when I took a step away and said, okay, I want to surround myself with people who want to learn and grow. And that's why I love doing this podcast, because you want to learn and grow. So we're doing it together. Yeah, and it is a really satisfying endeavor. Yeah, exactly. And and for those who are listening, I hope that they're learning and growing from us and 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 talking with other people and learning and growing from those people as well. Yeah, I and I I think um, hopefully, I mean, obviously, since we're doing the podcasting, we're doing most of the talking. Um, but I I do think what's really nice about this is that we do a lot of the talking after we do a lot of the listening uh, and reading um, of these of these things. I kind of want to bring it back to the book because I feel like we've gone off on this on this tangent talking about purpose and our intention behind it 
which is really great because I think it drives us to do it, uh, which is what Marcus talks about in here. My boy Mark, you know, you know, Marcus Aurelius, you know, I casually hang out with the emperor of Rome's diary. Um, so I, I, I want to quote him here. He says at the very beginning of this, he says, let it be thy earnest and incessant care as a Roman and a man to perform whatsoever it is that thou art about with true and unfeigned gravity, natural affection, freedom, and justice. I love that idea of intense commitment. I do not have that intense commitment to things. I'm not a very passionate person. And I also, he, he talks about, he says, do soul do, abuse and condemn thyself. Basically, like, push yourself, push yourself, push yourself. Um, and I, I am not a pusher. I am a very impassionate person um, or dispassionate. I don't know exactly what the right way to say that is. I lack passion, and I also lack guilt, uh, at least when it comes to, um, like, I I didn't go out with my ropes every single day this week. I don't feel bad about that. You know, like, I don't, I didn't hurt anybody, right? And, you know, maybe you could argue, well, it hurts you in the long run, Alex, and stuff. Well, I'm human. I'm not thinking that far ahead all the time, uh, and I know that's one of my greatest weaknesses. So I feel like this chapter was really kind of like a, a push, like do soul do, you know, like let yourself um, perform, like let myself perform whatsoever it is that I am about. What am I about? You know, um, what what am I uh, trying to do? So maybe we talked a lot about our purpose on this podcast and Bryce and I we've had a lot of conversations about um, our purpose elsewhere our purpose in doing other things um, but Bryce uh, fill me in do you have like a driving purpose like something behind your life because um, this is something I struggle with right do you have something that gets you up in the morning other than your alarm and having to go to a scheduled workplace, do you have something that that gives you meaning? Like, what are you about? The, this is actually a really interesting question. Um, I I want to say no, but at the same time, I want to say yes, and and I'll explain why. So for no, every morning I wake up. My alarm goes off, I turn it off, and literally I just go back to sleep. <laughs> and because I want, in it, I, I have a desire to, to wake up at 5 and to get going. And, and we've, we've spoken about this in, in the past on this podcast about how it's getting cold. And there's no way where we're waking up at 5 and going outside for a walk. Because today, it was minus 20 degrees Celsius. And it could be colder, but it also there, it was also super windy too today. Um, when I was driving today, my, I, I felt like my car was just going to fly away. <laughs> um, anyways, so, so I have this desire to, to wake up 
and just get the day going. Unfortunately, I have no reason to. Not until it's time for me to go to work and spend the day there and then come home and go to bed. And that's that's how I feel my weekdays are, is I wake up, I go to work, and I go to bed. Like, I get home and go to bed, and, and that's it. Like, I feel like there is nothing in between. And honestly, a lot of the time, in reality, there is nothing in between, because I'll go and sit on the couch and play a video game or watch a movie or something. And it, it's just, it's not fulfilling, now, the reason why I say yes is because, for me, having a family of my own is really important. And the unfortunate thing is, is that I don't have a girlfriend, so <laughs> I can't really make that work. Um, you have a few steps ahead of you, yeah. Yeah, I, I've got a number of steps to take, and that's what does get me out of bed, is... You know, no matter how painful it is and no matter how it feels like this isn't going anywhere, because I've been on plenty of dates with plenty of different girls, but it just, it never goes anywhere. And so it's, it's hard for me because I'm like, well, kind of what's the point, right? But at the same time, I, I still get out of bed because I know that you know, one of these days, someone will come around and we'll make a family together. So, so that's, that's where I stand on, on saying yes and no to why I get out of bed in the morning. I think that's interesting. Um, you, you know, I'm like, I go on a, a few dates, like I get set up on dates by friends and I, I'll, uh, if a friend wants a double, I'll, you know, ask a girl on a date and stuff. Right. Um, but I'm not, I'm not as active, uh, about it as you. So I, I find your, I find your commitment, um, to this hope that you have, uh, interesting. Like it's interesting to me. Um, and I don't mean that in like a, like a demeaning way. You know, like I think that it's it's good that you have this um, this drive, this thing that that pushes you forward. Um, but I'm going to ask you this, and um, I I think I think it's appropriate for our conversation around stoicism in general uh, because stoicism is a very like we talked about last week a quiet philosophy, right? So I wonder. What is your purpose looking back if you never get married? Like, what was the point of it all? You know, I, I hope um, that, that if that is the case, that I do find, find a different purpose. Um, because, I mean, it's annoying to strive for something that will never come, right? And... So finding like me finding a new purpose and and I mean, it, it's it, it's it's not super hard for me because I do also like helping people. So I can find, I can hopefully find fulfillment in there. Um. And who knows if I have a good job, 
and stuff, then maybe I'll just adopt a kid. <laughs> I'll be a single dad and just adopt a kid. Um, because, I mean, it, it it's also not a bad idea to adopt kids. Because there are plenty of kids out there that don't have a home. And because of that, they grow up and become... I mean, some people do become great people, even even though they did grow up with nothing, n no parents to take care of them. But then there are other kids that do grow up and, well, they could definitely be in a better place. So, so I think, I, I think no matter what, I, I could find a way to, to make that goal work. Um, but when it comes down to it, I do, I do want to help people. Um, and I think that is, like, in my mind, um, raising a good family will, uh, will help people because it's, it's the people that you surround yourselves and, um, kids are, are easiest to influence. And so if you can influence your own children for the better, then they can influence their friends for the better. And as they grow up, they can influence other people for the better and, and things like that, right? So that's, that's why I want this, because it's, it's a way to, to grow um, the, the world into a better place. Some people, they, they decide to change the world by going into government. My, my choice to change the world is to raise a good family. I feel like, you know, um, maybe like broadening your purpose you talked about changing the world. Uh, you talked about, you know, helping people like you love to help people. Maybe, you know, letting that be, you know, a driving force might be something that will allow you no matter what things uh, do or do not come your way to maintain a happiness and like this, this level of joy. I know a lot of people talk about it in a cynical sense of oh well if you just have no expectations then you can't be disappointed but i think there's something actually like beneficial to that where you know you control what you can control and you have zero expectations for anybody else i think it's a, a really practical frankly happy way to live life because you can be delighted whenever something great happens to you does does that make sense yeah, um, one one thing that, that I was actually just thinking about there was um, there is no growth in comfort. You you have to be uncomfortable to grow. And and the reason why I bring this up and, and why it is actually true is you think about your muscles. When, when you're working out and trying to grow your muscles, you're actually tearing your muscles. That's why they hurt so much afterwards, because you're you're ripping your muscles apart, but then they're they're forming stronger. They they are reconnecting with it, a stronger bond, and that is what what we should be doing in in our daily lives is maybe finding an uncomfortable situation. If we don't like talking to people. 
and and you want to talk to people, go and talk to people. And I mean, I, I say that knowing that, you know, it's it is hard and 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 sometimes sure i'm i'm being hypocritical saying this because there are some things where it's like yeah i'd like to do this but i'm not going to do it <laughs> right um and and we all have those those things like i mean sure it would be a ton of fun to go skydiving there's no way i would <laughs> so but there's no there's no growth in comfort right right yeah you you have to push yourself yeah, yeah, exactly. And and that's why I think it's cool that that we're trying to to f- find self like self-improvement through philosophy because you know what? Where we've stated it before, we're we're both not great readers. So we're trying to grow by reading and listening to these books. And so that's one thing that we're doing to to grow ourselves. But then we're reading these to to say, "Oh, I just realized that I've been doing this and I'm not actually a nice person for example right so let's let's turn myself into a nice person right and and put myself into those situations where oh it's really hard to be a nice person right now but I'm gonna do it right right yeah I do think it it has pushed us right and it has uh kind of I don't know as as we've done this there are some moments that I know I have uh, had where I say, oh, like I kind of suck at this. You know, I wouldn't have had as much introspection as I have had in the past six months had I not done this project with you at all. And and that's been that's been really uplifting for me. Um, one more thing on this idea of expectations uh, before we kind of leave it behind. Are you familiar with the serenity prayer? Doesn't sound familiar. Okay. So you'll probably recognize it at least somewhat. Um, it's it's especially popular amongst um, like addict groups, like Alcoholics Anonymous and stuff. Um, and it'll make sense why. And I think it fits really well into this conversation. It says, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Um, and I think, I think this is this is really cool. So actually, looking at this, maybe let's break this down a little bit. Um, and I'll ask you um, three questions, and I just want a yes or no for now, and then let's dive a bit more into it. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay, so first one. Um, this will be kind of like a quiz thing. Uh, do you feel like you accept the things that you cannot change? No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was, I was waiting cause I, knowing you being your brother, I, I, I know that that is something you struggle with. That is something that I used to really, really have a hard time with. You remember how mom would like have to change my bed sheets in secret. This is a true story. I don't know if I've shared it on this podcast. I may have talked about it on other podcasts, but our mom would have to change our bed sheets in secret, change my bed sheets in secret because I would throw a fit because I can't, I couldn't handle change so much. Uh, for me, this is a yes now because I know that I've worked so hard to uh, be able to accept these things that need to change or that I cannot 
uh, change myself or can't control. Um, do you, uh, Bryce, have courage to change things uh, when you when you are able to? Do you think that you have that courage? Yeah. See, this is one where I fall short. I'm a definite no on this one, and I think we'll expand more into that in a second. Um, okay. And what about the wisdom to know the difference? Are there things that you think you can control that you can't or vice versa? Uh, 50-50 on it because there are definitely some things where I can't control where I'm just like, "Mm, I should be able to control this. And then there are other things where it's like, no, I know for a fact that I can't control this. Okay. So it's like you feel like you're pretty good at knowing the difference, but sometimes you might get a little bit mixed up or i feel like yeah i i feel like you see the difference but it's back to that acceptance that you can't change it right i think yeah well and that's that's exactly what i was just thinking about is that it's like yeah i know the difference but i i don't want to accept it yeah okay so let's let's expand on these things a little bit i think this is a really cool opportunity because for me i i'm quite apathetic i let life kind of happen and if something goes south, I say, well, well that kind of sucked. Even though I might have the ability to control it, I might have the ability to change it to make that difference. Whereas I'm really, really good at accepting when I can't change things. So, uh, and and you're, you said you were the opposite. So let's talk about that. Uh, Bryce, can you tell me uh, how to get the courage to... <laughs> <laughs> to change things that <laughs> that are within my power. How do I get the courage to make more active decisions? Um, sometimes I think you just got to realize that, you know what, this does need to be changed. Like you need to understand that it does need to change. This is exactly what I was talking about with the, there is no growth in comfort. There's no growth without change either. So, so it's... You need to come to a realization that things do change and that you need to make the change. I like I know things change. I know that I can change things, but what gets you to to make those changes? Like what what moves you forward? Hope like knowing that there's hope that that things will be better. Um cuz I'm, I mean, for example, I haven't, I, well, I can't say I haven't, um, in the past seven years, I've only had, uh, four good nights of sleep that I can actually recall where, where I, I woke up and, and I was ready to go. In the past seven years, four nights. And um, the the thing that, that keeps me going with, with that is, like, keeps me going on my days even though I had a bad night's sleep, is that I know that there's hope down the road somewhere that I will actually get a good night's sleep. And... We, we won't get into details because it will take five years to explain and tell you that, you know, I've heard everything and so on and so forth. So, um, but it's, it's having that hope to know that, you know, 
even though this has to change, it will be okay eventually. I know you're going to be uncomfortable during this change, but it will work out. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm pretty okay at being uncomfortable during changes other people are making. But for me, it is just the, you know, just the me getting up and uh, and making that change happen. You know, like I, I'm not a I'm not a super driven driven person. I can get things done, right? Like I have no problem doing that, uh, especially if I'm accountable to somebody. But I'm not like a you know go get them kind of person. So maybe uh let let's go over to accepting things Bryce what what's something you can do and maybe I don't know how much more in this conversation we have but I'm I'm intrigued um what is something you think you can do uh to be better at accepting things that you can't control um one one thing is just accepting the fact that I am in control of my own life. Um, I'm, I'm not in control of other people's lives. He does sort of touch on this in meditations. He kind of talks about um, something along the lines of you are in control of your own happiness. And the thing that popped into my head was, well, yeah, unless it involves someone else, right? Um, so, but but at the same time, especially talking about this now, is that, you know what? Even if it does involve someone else, you are still in control of your own happiness because you don't need to let them put you down. Um, this actually, one one thing that, that this just made me think of is uh, I've got a friend who... Um, has has issues um with with their family and they they were uh, going on dates with someone and things were going well and everything but the reason why this person didn't continue like didn't actually start dating the person that they were going out with was because they didn't want to talk about the problems that are out there and didn't want to accept the fact that there is stuff that this person cannot change didn't want to accept the fact that like they they wanted to just focus on the positives which i mean isn't wrong um but the one one thing that uh when i when i was actually leaving on my mission uh, a friend of ours, Rachel Erasmus, she walks up to me and she's like, Bryce, can I give you one piece of advice? Don't ignore the hard times. Because there's people out there that will totally ignore them. And maybe not for themselves, but for other people. They will pretend that, oh no, it's fine. You're You're okay. Keep, keep moving forward. And, and and this person is sitting there and they're like, I'm not okay. I I need help with these things. But but it's this person is is in denial. They're like, nope, nope, it's it's okay. 
and and maybe it's not quite um, in lines with accepting that there are things that that you can't change, but I think accepting that things do happen is a huge part of it, and and then going forward is accepting that some of those things that do happen you can't change, but you should focus on the things that you can change. I think that's a really good transition into uh, something else I wanted to talk about with the book. Do you have anything else specifically that you'd like to mention? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll kind of mention this really quickly. I, I don't know how much you want to talk about it. Um, but the fact that how he was talking about um, sin in anger and sin in lust are are two different things, which technically, yes, they are. Um, and that one is worse than the other. And, you know, the thing is, is that sin is sin. Like, if you're doing something wrong, you're doing something wrong. And so, like, I, I, find, I do find it interesting that, is, that he is trying to say, well, sin in lust is worse than sin in anger because... When, when you're sinning in anger, you're, you're in grief, you're um, in, in pain, you're, you're not yourself. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, well, in a sense, when you're sinning in lust, you're also not yourself, right? Or hopefully not. Because, I mean, there's also people who are just angry people, right? So are you saying that every time they sin, they're, they're not themselves? Um so for me, you could probably we could probably go on on this, but but my perspective is that sin is sin. Don't do bad things. <laughs> right. Well, and I I I would just briefly mention, and I don't think that we have time to fully take this apart, but I would mention that sin in this description um, might might be defined differently than how we define it in a more 21st century um, kind of uh, Christian sort of context, um, if that makes sense, kind of Protestant, you know. And so that's that's one thing that I would note is that sin in this context might mean something different. I don't know if we, you know, this might be something we look at down the line as we continue to study books like this, this idea of of sin um it's something i don't really understand but you you do make a good point that was something i didn't think too much of i was you know i i was like well yeah you know but um yeah i i think we need to need to watch our actions and maybe if we take sin to be just action right maybe action driven by anger is better than action driven by lust if we replace sin with action, do you agree with him then? I I I can, I I think there's some points that I would still kind of touch on, um. But yeah, there there's some things in there that I would would agree with him on that. If we switched it to action. Yeah, and I I think that there's an interesting conversation to be had there, um, but I I don't know how much. I think it'd be a conversation on semantics rather than a conversation on how we can improve. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so so we might have to leave that for our uh, 
our phone calls if if we call and chat this week um because I am curious to get into that so one one thing I also got out of this there's a little bit of a conversation about death did you get that I did get that yeah yeah so there's this talk of death which if we go by Socrates' idea of death, um, do you remember what he, what Socrates said of death? Oh, um, I'm trying to think of it, but I can't right now. This was like months ago that we talked about this. Um, he said it's basically just a long nap, like you're just going to sleep forever. He says, what could be better than that? <laughs> He's like, count me in. And I think in... You know, in modern perspectives, we tend to think of death as this great evil. I don't think death is evil. Maybe we should distinguish that, you know, killing people is evil. Removing life from people is evil because maybe they had things they wanted to do before they drifted off into the eternities, right? Um, and so I think it's an interesting thing. And I'll just, I'll just, read this um and this might tie back into our conversation on purpose here he says our life is a warfare and a mere pilgrimage fame after life is no better than oblivion so um i i thought that was interesting obviously he has he is someone who's achieved fame after life but I wonder what he really thought. I wonder if he thought that he would be remembered um, even as a Roman emperor or if he thought he would drift and fade into nothing. And perhaps we're not looking at a far enough timescale. Um, but I don't know. Um, this might be something interesting to, to close up on. Um, how do you see death? Well, see, that's that's an interesting question, just because of how we were raised, and and uh, and like, I mean, I'll I'll put it this way: there there's so many different religions that that see death differently, and and so for for us, we see that death is just a, a momentary thing that we're gonna be able to see our loved ones again. Um, and but then other religions they see death as also a momentary thing, but it's just you become reincarnated, and so you could come back as a tree, you could come back as a bunny, you could come back as a person, right? Um, and and then other people they they do see it the same way as Socrates, where. It's just a long nap. It's a forever long nap. And so for me, I I see death as you know, I can't wait to see you again. That that's how I personally see it. You know, it it does suck when when someone passes away. Um because I I mean, I would like to see them right now. Right? Um, when, when Grandpa Fred passed away, I, I, I mean, I still want to see him. I had a good relationship with him. I, I got to see him on my own, um, I think it was two days before he passed away. 
and um and and it was a fantastic moment we had together and you know i i do want to see him right away but i have the belief that you know what i'm going to see him again someday so so that's that's how i that's how i see death it is interesting uh, you mentioned the other religions, right? Uh, so many people believe so many different things about death. Um, I think one thing that I personally got out of this, I don't know if this is how it was intended or if I'm just reading into things. Um, I felt like Marcus didn't think it was that important how you saw death or what happened after death because... Um, here and now there are people to take care of here and now there are things to be done right and um, I I just thought that was an interesting perspective and I think that's a little bit more where I reside with my own ideas you know here and now I'm you know I'm busy looking after the people I care about here right Um, I'm busy podcasting with my brother here right um and I, yeah, I, I, I think it's interesting, though. Um, do you have any anything else you want to touch on in this conversation? I've kind of taken the conversation wherever I've felt like I feel like I've monopolized it a little bit. But do you have anything else you'd like to get into? No, that's 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 totally fine. Um, I I really did uh, like this conversation today. And, and the things that, that we got the opportunity to talk about. Um, and you're right, uh, we should be focusing on here and now, but still being mindful of the future. Yeah, and that's, I, I think that's, that, that's it. Just those last uh, words there. It's just focus on here and now, but still be mindful of the future because you need to make the right decision for, for your future. Yeah, yeah, I agree. We're going to go for an ad break here. We'll be back momentarily to talk about our action items. Wow, you actually listened to like the whole episode. Before we get into these action items, hey, would you mind um, leaving us a review? I mean, you did listen to this whole episode, which I think is actually the longest one we've ever done. You can leave us a review in your app or by going to ratethispodcast.com slash Togot Pod. That's ratethispodcast.com slash T-O-G-O-T-P-O-D. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. So, Bryce, what is your plan to improve this week? Okay, so I've got a lot of things. One, starting with Gratitude Journal. I, I think what I might actually do is I, I want to try doing one... Um, writing some things down in the morning and writing some things down at night and seeing how well that goes. Because even if I miss one of them, at least I, I did write down something I'm grateful for during this week or during the day specifically. Um, the next thing that I was just thinking about is is confronting my problems um, and kind of, ex- I guess, accepting the fact that there are things that I can't change. Um, and so stay tuned to that. We'll, we'll kind of see, I have to think about what exactly I'm doing and how I'm confronting problems and what problems I need to confront and things like that. So, um, the next thing is 
I want to ask more questions, get to know people I'm around. Um, because, I mean, especially right now, people people need someone to care about them. Especially if you live on your own, it's kind of, you're just there. You go to work, go home. Don't really interact too much with people um, just because of there, there's so many restrictions depending on where, where you're living. We actually just got cut down to only 15 people at social gatherings. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Supposedly it was because of a wedding that a bunch of people got sick. Um, the other one is, I've got a big list this week. The other one is listening. So not just asking the questions, but actually listening to these people that I'm talking to. Um, because that is really important. Because it's one thing to ask questions, but you need to be paying attention if you really want to make asking these questions worth it. And, I mean, it helps you come up with more questions. But to start, you need to ask questions, so... And then the last one is just just be kinder. Um, I, I think we can always add this to the list every single week. Because even though we may be kind people, we always can improve on, on our kindness. So, so those are my things for this week. Um, stay tuned for... Uh, how they all go. <laughs> Some of them are definitely uh, dependent on opportunity. So we'll, yeah, we'll kind of see on how that goes. But on that note, Alex, how, or uh, uh, how are you going to improve this week? Um, this week, I think I'm going to, you know, focus a little bit more. I'll still do the gratitude journal thing because I, I, I combined it with these other things I'll be doing. Um, but I'm going to focus it on the accomplishments thing. Um, so that's, I'm going to think about it as like a self-reporting thing rather than a gratitude thing. Because uh, that is something that I struggle with is reporting, is being accountable, is uh, getting things done when I'm the only person that knows about it, right? Um so that's going to be a big focus for me. Of course, I'm going to keep working with the ropes. Um, I'm going to actually, right after we get off here, even though it's cold out, I'm going to go for a walk, and then I'm going to come back, um, do some ropes, and then I'm going to edit this episode. Um, so I think that's that's going to be my big focus. I forgot to mention that I, I talked about doing intermittent fasting kind of um, this past week. I actually did pretty well with that. I think I probably, I think I cheated two days. One day uh, we were watching a movie and I had some popcorn uh, after um, after kind of my my time that I set. And then there was one day where we did, we did, an, um, we did another girls, no, it was boys night. We kind of alternate. <laughs> we did another guys night. Um, and I, I had pizza, um, after kind of my, my time. So I, I did okay with that, but I'm going to keep doing that. Um, so yeah, the check-ins, the ropes and the, uh, and the intermittent fasting just to kind of control my eating habits a little bit more. 
That does it for this edition of The Old Goal of Truth. For next week, join us in studying Book 2 of Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Thanks for studying with us. Mecco.